Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer. Hello, hello, hello. As we're fading out with the music, I'm Sterling Meyer. And I want to wish you a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. (laughs) We have made it towards the end of the year after a very challenging year, 2020, for so many people, yeah? But at least we've got this beautiful holiday to give thanks for everything that we do have. We have ourselves. We have each other. And with that, anything and everything is possible. And we have so much more, of course. So I want to welcome you again for this special holiday Thanksgiving radio show. And, you know, before I begin, this is a great show. This is going to be awesome. This is really going to be awesome because we're going to talk about how to thrive instead of survive the holidays. And we've got this first holiday starting, which is Thanksgiving. Then we've got Christmas. Then we've got New Year's. We've got and there's Hanukkah. And you know, there's all kinds of holidays, right? That we why did why did we decide to put them all together? <laughs> well, anyway, that's what this show is all about: thriving versus surviving the holidays. And uh, I'm going to start before I start. I'm actually going to give you the call number in case anybody wants to call in about manifesting questions there come give them to me i'm ready to answer them and help you with your manifesting out there 516-387-1582 516-387-1582 and the lines are now open so let's talk about the holiday thriving versus surviving so we all need a guide right the first thing is to really be ready to be related with the people that you're there with and now to cause something extraordinary with people. Like create that as an intention. What, what would I like to create that's extraordinary? Think outside the box. Get creative. You are a creative being. You are manifesting always. So doesn't it behoove you to master that manifestation process? What can you create that's really extraordinary? I mean, we can have all the dinners. We can have the decorations. You know, we can have gift giving. We can, I mean, you know, we can receive, give. But really, what's at the heart of a great holiday? No matter how great the food is or how beautiful the decorations are, What makes or breaks a holiday is the relationships that we have with people and whether we enjoy the people or not. So what we really want to focus on is how to really have extraordinary relationships with people we're with, whoever we're spending the holiday with. You may ask yourself, well, how do you do that when you don't even want to go? Well, I had that experience myself once at a birthday party. I was invited someplace and obligated. I gave my word to go. So I was going. There was no changing that. And 
It was a place that I really didn't want to go to. But here's what I resolved for myself. As I was going there, I said, okay, what are you going to create? What are you going to create? I said to myself as I was approaching the door. And I said, you're going to have a better time than you ever thought you would. It's going to be extraordinary. And I rang the doorbell and I walked in the door with that commitment in place. Like, really? Okay. And when I walked in the door, just having committed to having a better time than I thought I could have, I ended up meeting new people that were instrumental to my future. And it was great. Like-minded people made extraordinary connections. I was over the moon. It was an awesome, awesome birthday party. So I think every time we go someplace, we have a preconceived notion of how good it's going to be. We have a preconceived notion of how enjoyable it's going to be. So the first thing would be to commit it to you're going to have a better time than you think you're going to have. And then walk in the door looking for the opportunity for that. And if you walk in the door looking for the opportunity to have a better time than you think you're going to have, guess what? I think you're going to find a lot of ways to do just that. You know, my clients, they often ask me what to do when someone says something to you that makes you mad, but you don't want to ruin the holiday for everyone. There are actually three things that you could do, but there's only one of them that really works. All right. One thing you could do is argue, right? I mean, you could. Somebody says something that makes you mad and you just want to, you just can't hardly stand it. You, you just want so much to let them know that what they said was wrong. You could come back with your best, your very best answer that really proves how wrong they are. Except, guess what? You'll end up in an argument because then they have to defend themselves and then you have to defend yourself. And they have to defend themselves, and we know where that goes. So that doesn't work. Another thing people often try to is to not say anything. Just try to grit your teeth and grin and bear it. But you really are holding on to it, and you still let it shape you. Like whatever they said really does ruin your day because that's all you're thinking about, all you're stewing about. And even though you're not responding, it's totally shaping you. You're succumbing to it. That doesn't work either because your time, your day, your night is still ruined. There's a third thing that you can do, which is, and it sounds simple, but it really is profound. It's just to let it go. Let it go. Sometimes I imagine, you know, like being this, I don't know, you know, like martial arts, right? Where you know anything about martial arts, when somebody is charging after you and you just step aside, that's all there is to do. You don't have to attack. You don't have to defend. You don't have to resist. Step aside, right? And 
yet you don't lie down. You don't let it run over you. You don't, you know, let this oncoming person that's attacking you, you don't accept that attack. You just move aside, you know, and you just step out of the way, just letting things go by. I think that sometimes we think we have to deal with everything that people say, but people say things they don't even mean. People say things that they didn't intend to be upsetting even. And a lot of it, especially around the holidays, I think this is all the time, but especially around the holidays, let some of it go. Just let it go by. Step out of the way and then stay right there in the conversation and just committed to what you're committed to causing in terms of your friendship and your relationship with that person. Take a moment and think about that. Just keep standing. Stay right there in the conversation, committed to what you're committed to causing in terms of your friendship or your relationship. Now, all right. So if someone says something that's really irritating to you and you let it go, how do you not let that fester? You simply have to relate for what it is. It's just something they said. Like it really doesn't mean anything. It's just something they said. So one of the things that always makes something worse is not what they say, but what we have what we have to make it mean. Not what they say, but our own interpretation that gets us into trouble. That's where the problem lies. And that's completely up to us. So there's a difference between what somebody says and then what it means to us. In other words, the story we make up about what they said or that interpretation we have of what they said And it's really important to separate those two out. There's what they said, and then there's what we haven't mean. And those are two different things. So I'll give you an example. If somebody said, for instance, I wouldn't have set that table that way. Suppose there you are, you've got the table set, and your mother-in-law says, I wouldn't have set the table this way. Now, That's what she said. What somebody could and probably would have that mean is she doesn't respect me. She doesn't honor that this is my home. She never thinks anything that I do is good enough for her son, right? I mean, on and on and on. It could be any of those kinds of things. Now, really, though, the statement, I wouldn't have set the table this way, is a pretty simple statement that is just a statement about what she would have or wouldn't have done. And if you keep it at that, if you keep it for what it is, just a statement, and keep separate everything you had it mean, you'll notice that all of your upset, every bit of the upset is in actually what we have it mean and not what they actually said. So how do you appreciate someone if you're mad at them? 
Why should we appreciate someone if we're mad at them? Why we choose to appreciate someone even if we're mad at them is because where if we really look at relationships, when we're satisfied in a relationship is when we love who we are being. We put a lot of focus on how the other person is treating us. But you know what? Even if someone's not treating us well, if we love who we're being, we're actually pretty satisfied. And guess what? The opposite is also true, isn't it? Which is that if somebody's being great with us, but then we're pretty cranky with them, then even them being great with us doesn't make a difference for us because we're still cranky. That's what we're choosing. So to really take on, even when you're, especially when you're mad at somebody, is to appreciate them and find something to appreciate about them at the very least. It's really simple. That them being there gives you an opportunity to be somebody, to be somebody that you love being. Gives you an opportunity to be generous. Or it gives you an opportunity to be loving. Even the ones that make you the maddest. Those are the ones that give you the biggest opportunity to be somebody really great. If we really study relationships, one of the things you notice is that the whole point of other people like the opportunity of people, of being with people, is that without them there, we don't get to be somebody. And the quality of our life comes from who we get to be with people. So it's right there. So why appreciate somebody you're mad at is because you'll end up being really happy with yourself and therefore even happy with them through your own empowerment about who you are choosing to be within that circumstance. Last week, I had a client say to me, My husband's so controlling. How can I have a happy holiday if he tries to control everything? Well, there are two things here. If you know that about your husband, if you know from holidays from the past, one of the things that really works is to, ahead of holidays, ask him everything that he wants so that you actually know what he wants and he has some. I mean, he gets to say what's important to him before the holidays ever get there so that he already knows you're committed, that he gets what he wants. And then at the holiday itself, I kind of always have a theory called ride the horse the way the horse is going. The more you fight it or the more you resist it, probably the more controlling he's going to try to be because he's going to be fighting back then. If you really just keep looking for it, there's something that's important to him, something. See, people only try to be controlling because there's something important to them. And if you can just listen for and try to hear what's really important to him and then make sure he gets it, make sure that he knows that you're committed that he gets it, then guess what happens? He starts paying attention to what's important to you. And that you get what you want as well. So two things again, okay? 
One is, if at all possible, before the holidays ever happen, sit down, talk about what's going to be important to each other at the holidays and what's going to be important to your husband so that he knows that he knows in advance that you're out to make sure he gets a really great holiday that he wants. I mean, and this goes for the kids, this goes for anybody that you're spending the holidays with. Um, so this is perfect, this, you know, that you're listening now, setting you up for the next holiday if you don't use this for this holiday, but you can, there's still time. Then when the holiday is happening itself, just keep trying to hear when he's being controlling what is important to him and how can I make sure he knows that I'm committed that he gets that. And then I promise it really is amazing how much the other person starts wanting to make sure you get what you want to. So Here's another question that I've been asked. My mother-in-law doesn't make me feel welcome. I don't want to go. How do I survive that? Well, one of the things there, I think, is that I wouldn't take it personally. If the mother-in-law is not making you feel welcome, I bet, I really would bet a lot of money that the mother-in-law is concerned about something you don't even know she's concerned about. For instance, it it could have nothing to do with you. So maybe she's concerned about how her house looks, or maybe she's concerned about how her food is, or maybe she's concerned about how she and her husband are getting along in front of you. There's a whole number of things. Maybe your mother-in-law is concerned about getting older. I mean, there is a whole number of things that she could be concerned about. And when people are concerned about something, they often don't. They're not able to make another person welcome around them. One of the first things I do is to try to not take anything personally and would, again, just have some compassion that probably that person concerned about something and give their concern about it. I mean, they're not having an easy time being with you. The more you can just be at ease with them, make it safe, comfortable for them to be with you, then the more you'll be able to be at ease with you. And guess what? Then you'll have the experience of being welcomed. That's how you transform that. That's exactly it. Just keep being great with people, knowing that they've got worries, they, can, they have concerns, and it's probably a million things that you couldn't even imagine. But if you did know, you'd be shocked and surprised. Because people are struggling with so many things and it never really, it never has anything to do with you. It's what they're dealing with and that's what's making them be who they are. You keep being great and you will transform them and they can step into their greatness. They can transform. That's how you do it. That's the power that you have. And it is really powerful because the light always devours the darkness. I think we often underestimate the power of listening, listening, really listening to people. When you really listen to people, they get, they're just so grateful for it. Because a lot of times we think what's important is what we say to other people. But I found that that is very important. But what we say is, is, although it's important, the fact that we're listening is actually very empowering for others. 
as well of our, as well as ourselves. So on the other side of it, there's listening to people and really listening to someone, hearing someone or really listening. And I've always found that people, I know for myself, if somebody really listens to me, I'm so grateful afterwards, honestly. I mean, it's, it's one of the greatest gifts that can be shared between people is really listening. So sometimes, especially if somebody is not making you, you know, feel welcome, there's something that they want to say, or there's something that they've got to say that if you could just listen to, they'd be grateful that you're there. And then again, you'd have the experience of being really welcomed. So no matter what they're talking about, because sometimes they talk about something that doesn't even seem important, or they could be talking about the weather, or sometimes they're upset or they're visibly upset, you know, whatever is going on right there. If they're talking about the weather, listen to that. If they're talking about how the dinner is going, listen to that. If they're talking about something they're upset about, listen to that. But when I say listen, I really do mean give them your full attention so that they know. Maybe even, you know, maybe even ask them some questions to show that you're listening. But even if it's something, they just make a comment about the weather, just acknowledge that you heard them. People also really appreciate being acknowledged for the good that they are. Acknowledgements go a long way because people are very hard on themselves and they are always criticizing and finding the flaws. They're always obsessed with their insecurities or what's not working. So when you acknowledge somebody, acknowledge them for their better attributes or their way of being in life, it actually helps them to connect to that side of themselves in that present moment. And that paves a way for them to move forward in extraordinary ways, allowing you to have an extraordinary and memorable experience and holiday with them. That's how you do it. It's acknowledging people for their greatness. And then it's like, oh, well, oh, hey, well, that was awesome. I got acknowledged for that. And hey, yeah, I am that. Hey. And they just step into it and they become that greatness. And it's instant. Powerful. So powerful. So those are some awesome, awesome, awesome tools to use for your family gatherings and the holiday period. Whether you're with friends, even if you're with friends, even if you're Zooming friends, this is it. These are some powerful, powerful tools. And I really wanted to share them with you guys for the holiday, Thanksgiving, and all the other ones that follow. (laughs) And there's quite a few. All right. So I also wanted to let you know that December 2nd, I'm going to have this amazing, you don't want to miss this show extraordinary woman. Oh my gosh. Abby Bacar. She is, she's been one of my clients and I just can't wait to meet this woman. She has made herself the CEO of a, of an incredible company. There's multiple locations. Um, and you know, it's called flawless skin by abby.com. 
That's her site. Beautiful. She's just amazing and extraordinary. And um, I can't wait to have her on the show. And we're going to talk about manifesting, how she manifested this incredible life of hers and all the breakthroughs that she's had and the successes with her business and everything. She's just growing leaps and bounds. That's going to be December 2nd, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And also, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to have Shelly J. Miller on the show, who is a double tested and validated by Shea Parker's best American psychics. So she's going to be on the show answering questions. So if you have any questions, intuitive questions, this will be an opportunity for you to get free, free uh, psychic work. I mean, who doesn't love that? Life is such a mystery for so many of us right now, right? So come on, be on, you know, stay tuned. Please subscribe to the channel because then you'll be notified as the shows unfold and you can stay abreast with it and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry too much. It'll just show up in your inbox and you can just um, join us for that show, for all the shows, if you just subscribe. And also, for those of you who don't know who I am, because I got to really kind of, you know, sometimes I get new listeners on the shows and they haven't heard any other ones. So I'm just going to introduce myself, Sterling Meyer. And I am the owner of Get Your Life Now. And what I do and love to do is transform my clients' lives with 30 days in all areas of their lives. We create the most ideal life and at the end of 30 days everything has been transformed in all areas that's health that's career money finances relationships travel adventure i mean everything that makes up our lives um and it's extraordinary and i love it and if you want to learn more you can always visit the website at getyourlifenow.com i do offer Complimentary consultations, be happy to talk with you more about it, but um, trust me and believe me when I say at the end of those 30 days, your life will be unrecognizable. However, it will be your ideal life, and that's what's going to happen, and it happens with my clients each and every time, and it works for everybody every time. So I'm thrilled about it. I love my work. It's so awesome. I have a foolproof system called the AOM system. And in fact, I have a book coming out. You can actually get advanced orders on Amazon. It's called the AOM system, Manifestation Mastery in 30 Days. And the, the foreword was written by Dee Wallace. Dee Wallace is the, um, well, she was the, the mother in each. She's an actress, she's a TED Talk speaker, and she's been a conscious creator and has been working in the field of conscious creating for 30 years. So she has two thriving careers. She's actually filming a movie right now. And she does have a show on Blog Talk Radio, Dee Wallace. Um, and, and she's just phenomenal. She's just wonderful. And uh, I really love this woman. So she wrote an incredible foreword for which I am so very, so very grateful for. And I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to share it with you here to give you a little idea about the book. 
the AOM system manifestation mastery in 30 days, Amazon by yours truly. So this is what Dee wrote in the foreword in her new book, the AOM system manifestation mastery in 30 days, Sterling Meyer has accomplished the nearly impossible, simply explaining the creation process, giving those concrete steps to achieving it and helping you discover what might block your way. I have been teaching the art of self-creation for over 30 years. Sterling has miraculously summarized that process in this book and made it accessible for the average reader. So often I find as I delve into a new book on this subject that the writer gets so heady and lofty in explaining creation and manifestation that not only do I get lost, bored, and confused, it is simply not fun to explore the process. And let's face it, creating ourselves in our lives should be fun. Why on earth would we want to do it if it's a laborious struggle? We are also a sound bite society. We want it now. Sterling gives us concrete steps with a specific timeline that delivers change in your life. And that's what we want, experience and manifestation showing up concretely for us. It's fine to get your energy in alignment, but we want results immediately. And this system delivers results as soon as you begin working it. What I love about this book is that it starts with the groundwork and expands out from there. You understand from the first chapter who and what we are and how energy works and our part in the interaction of that energy. One of the critical discussions in this first chapter is what I call letting go of your story. Sterling walks you through an empowering exercise that allows you to consciously do this and become more aware of being conscious in your day-to-day thinking that ultimately will create your life. Without this step in place, anything you are holding on to, holding as an intention to create, will become compromised in some way. Ms. Meyer then takes you through a four-step manifestation process. It is simple. That's the gold mine here. If we think this process is too complicated or we don't fully understand it, we'll give up. It will be another book you get into and then stop reading, but not the case here. You're encouraged to continue because you get it. And the comparison between Dolly Parton's success and Bernie Madoff's ultimate failure, failure really drives home to the reader the importance of power versus force in the creation process. The AOM system then takes you into an exploration of co-creation with the universe. This includes how to make an inspired plan for your life the importance of emotion and feeling, the real meaning of being, how to create your day consciously and stay on track throughout your day as challenges arise, and they will. In that regard, the system, unlike other programs, shows how to shift your outside challenging circumstances to align with your intent. Sterling then tells us why it's essential to do the steps as explained for maximum results and ultimately how to successfully implement the program as a daily way of life to consciously and consistently keep the manifestation process going. I was pleased to see that Sterling addressed the importance of questioning our self-worth and whether we deserve getting what we want. Obviously, if this is not addressed and in place, our results must be limited. We must direct our desires through integrity, clarity, love, and knowing. And when we create the intention of love, the entire universe wins and celebrates. It is imperative that we accept the power and uniqueness of who we are. We must create from that place as much as possible. While this book helps us access even more of that knowing and self-love acceptance of our ability to create. 
After all, we are fractal of God, made in his image and likeness. And that comes with all God's characteristics, including dominium over creation. And no one can think a thought for us, feel a feeling for us, hold a perspective for us, or take action for us. We are the God of self that chooses and from those choices we create. Sterling addresses this precept and guides us into clearly acknowledging it and living this through her amazing process. If you're looking for a book that puts the creative process together simply and powerfully, the AOM system is the book for you. Buy it, read it, apply it, and watch your life change miraculously. So there you have it. That's the big shout out and the big forward for the for the AOM system book, my book. So I do encourage you to look it up on Amazon. And uh, yeah, so you can have it. So you can master the manifestation process in 30 days. Woohoo! Who doesn't want that, right? So I also wanted to um, to talk a little bit to you guys that are on your own. I know there's a lot of shutdowns in a lot of places in America, not just Los Angeles, but I think Oregon and lots of places have some serious lockdowns going on, making it very difficult to be with anyone on Thanksgiving. You know, it's just been challenging the whole year. Um, So I I just want to talk to you and let you know that you're not alone and that this, if you haven't done it already, I mean, take it as an opportunity to do the internal work. A lot of you have done that. A lot of you are in process with doing that. Um, You know, you, you might even take it upon yourself to work with somebody such as myself, um, life coach, or, you know, whoever, whatever you choose, but you may absolutely choose to work with somebody. I think it does make a huge difference. So, um, and if you're alone, during this next couple of days, you know, consider that AOM book we were just talking about. But just remember, this is not going to last forever. This is going to turn around very quickly. Um, and, and I know it's just been so hard and so challenging. And even I have had times where, you know, the isolation has really challenged me. You know, it's, it's, it's made my memory fuzzy. It's made my, you know, um, uh, my comprehension, like, like I have to read something twice and things like that. However, what I've done is I've really made it more of a priority to get out and about and to, you know, see family and friends, um, carefully. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we really have to take care of ourselves. Exercise is awesome, of course. You know, if you're not already doing it or if you're feeling unmotivated, just start small. Just start small. Don't make it a big task. Don't say to yourself, oh, God, I should be working out. And, oh, I just don't even feel like it. I'm unmotivated. Yeah, it's a big deal to work out for 40 minutes or an hour and you don't feel like it. So don't do that. So just go take a walk for 10 minutes, 
20 minutes. Just do a little bit every day. Don't think about the whys and where's and the who's and the what's and why am I doing this and where's it getting me and this and that or anything. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Turn your little autopilot on and just say, I'm going to take a walk for 15 minutes and just do it. And use the meditation on the go that I give my clients. If you're taking that walk, just look around. This is so powerful of an exercise. Look around and notice what you see. No criticism, no judgment, no stories. Just observe. Just notice it. You'll be saying to yourself, oh, I see a car. It's red, four doors. It's a sedan. You know, looks, it's clean. And that's it. Go look at something else. There's some trees. A lot of the leaves are gone. It's a big tree. It's got, you know, uh, you know, knots in the trunk or whatever. Observe the trunk. And once you've fully observed it, move on to something else. So there's a person walking down the street. They're wearing, you know, white T-shirt, blue jeans, ball cap, black mask, earbuds in their ears, you know, slender build, walking down the street. Okay, I pretty much observed everything about this person. Move on to something else, you know, and just observe it as fully as you can. And once you're done, move on to something else. And I promise you, this is so powerful. I give this to my clients, meditation on the go. You can do, you can do this while you're walking. You can do this while you're driving. Um, just noticing things, looking at it. And you're just observing it. There's no judgments, no criticisms, no stories. Oh, I like this. It reminds me of that. No, nothing like that. Just observe. I promise you. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. If you do this exercise, I definitely want to hear from you. In fact, all you guys, please keep the feedback coming. Please keep the the uh, emails and the messages coming because I so love to hear from you. And I really, really do. Um, so I am going to wrap up today's show. And I want to wish everyone a happy, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, it's been incredible being on this show and, and, and just being here with you guys and providing all this great information and hearing back from you. I love it. You can find me on YouTube. I mean, some of you know my voice, but you don't know my face. I have videos on YouTube. Um, I also have, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I am on Instagram. Get Your Life Now, the number eight. On Instagram, you can find these icons on my website, getyourlifenow.com. And uh, I will see you or hear you <laughs> next December 2nd, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the AOM System Manifestation Mastery in 30 Days, Amazon. It's offered all over the world. It's international. Okay, so wherever you're listening from, it's right at your doorstep. And magic and miracles to all of you. Thank you. And I will speak with you or hear from you or we'll do this again December 2nd. All right. 
Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer. 